Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, Blessed and Free family. Welcome to another podcast from Blessed and Free 63. We start off with a word of prayer and then we'll go into the word that God wants us to hear today. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come to you. We ask you for wisdom, knowledge and understanding that we can do and be all that you've called us to be. Help us, Lord, to walk in the destiny and purpose that you have ordained for us as we walk in purpose and destiny. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And the, 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 the thought today is really, be grateful for what you have and where you are. I was listening, I was listening to um, a lady on YouTube and she was giving a word, you know, she usually um, gives a word out, you know, based on her dreams. I used to watch her from last year. I don't watch her that much as I used to, but I I was listening to something and then it came on to, to, to that. So I just listened to what she had to say. And what she was saying is that she was dreaming a big bus. And there were some other people. There was people outside running, running after the bus. And she broke it down to say that it was concerning people and their ministries. Because she was saying that there, there are big ministries out there and there are smaller ministries and the smaller ministries are watching and trying to copy the big ministries. But they don't understand that whatever God has given them, he has given them because of who they are. He has given them the ministry that he knows that they, they, are, they are ready for and that they can do. And a next thing as well is that when you look at it, no ministry really starts big. And I think that's I think that's how sometimes we get messed up with thinking and when we always looking at what other people have. It's not it's not only she was addressing ministry, but it's not only ministries, it's other people's life as well. And sometimes people watch other people to see what they've got, what they're doing. And sometimes they have comments to make about it. And sometimes not positive comments, negative comments. But sometimes it's about relationship and people have something to say. But they don't really see the things that the people went through to even have that relationship and keep that relationship going. They don't know the struggles that they had in that marriage financially and every other way. And probably if they were in it, they would have left their husband and they would have left their wife but these cho- chose to be together and fight it through and as i said before there was a word before that we don't always see the struggle but we just see the prize and we comment on the prize and we want that prize and why is it that they have this why can't we have this and that's the attitude that we have sometimes which is wrong because we start off whatever you do whatever platform you go on I'm on, I'm on podcasts and you start from one person listens and then it goes up to two, three, four, and then God builds it because unless he builds it, it's not built. The, the, the Bible said, unless God, God builds it, house will labor in vain. So he builds it and he knows who, who is building it for because he knows that the people that he wants to listen to what you have to say, what he has to say through you. And based on your experience. So there's no need for us to be running down the bigger bus. If you have a taxi, drive your taxi. If you have a car, drive your car. You have a truck, drive your truck. If you have a bicycle, drive your bicycle. Don't be looking at what other people are doing. And, and compare it with what you are doing. 
because comparisons always is upsetting because whatever you're doing, somebody's doing differently. Whatever you're doing, somebody's doing differently somewhere else. And they're probably doing, you might, you'll say that they're doing it better because that's how God has called them to do it. And if we stop looking at what other people are doing and concentrate on what he's doing in our life, we, we will be happy. We will be happy because a lot of the times people are in competition. A lot of the times people go off people and have negative things to say just because they're watching. Somebody might have 10 and you have five and you're upset. No, God will give you that 10 when if your heart is right. Because I know this morning, this morning, um, when I, when I, um, well, I, I, I was really tired this morning and I opened my eyes and then I went back to sleep and then I came out of, I came out of my sleep and I was saying, saying that, and the word was what, what, whatever you do, do it from, from the, uh, from the part of love. And then when you do it from the part of love, it will never fail. And if you do what God has called you to do in a loving way and caring way and really care for the people that is called you to minister to, there's no reason why you can't become a boss if that's what he wants you to become. You don't have to be chasing down other people's ministry. Sometimes some people mess up other people's ministry. Sometimes people steal other people's ministry because they just can't wait to just build their own. And if, if God wants you to do that, if God wants you to build a ministry, he will help you to build it. You don't have to be taking other people's ministry, causing problems in people's ministries and everything like that. It's not yours. God has given to the, it to them because God has created all of us uniquely for a purpose. So when we, if, if we, sometimes it may have called us to one person because we know one person can change the world because I know that, that um, people used to talk about uh, Billy, Gra Billy Graham. And I, th I can't remember there was a story about him going to him going to a certain meeting before he, before he was a Christian and he got saved and he got saved. And in the end, he traveled around and and help others to, to get help others by bringing the word of God. Because remember, the Bible tells us that it's God that draws us. But put the, God put the word in his mouth that that the people could be drawn. By God. And a lot of souls got saved. So even if you have one person, even if you have one child in your house and God is telling you, minister to them, tell them a word, let them grow up in the right way, train them the right way, discipline them, let them have respect, let them have manners. He's, he's giving you a ministry because that child will make a difference. Don't look, don't be looking to say, oh, you don't have, no, that, that's not enough. Whatever God's given you, he knows what's enough for you. And sometimes we spend our times running down this, running down that, tiring ourselves out, overworking ourselves, trying to get, trying to keep up with the, well, it, it's uh, with the Joneses. I don't know why, why it's the Joneses, but everybody seems to say keeping up with the Joneses. I don't know why it's the Joneses, but trying to keep up. We don't know what they're doing. You're trying to, you're trying to get, what some what somebody else is getting with two, there's two people working together to build something and you are trying to get it all by yourself in the same way at the same time as them it can't work because two people coming together two different finances coming together makes a difference 
Just work on, you've got one finance, work on what you can work on. And it doesn't matter what anybody else wants to say. If anybody else feels that you're going too slow or you don't have enough, let them help you then. Because unless they're, not, unless they're willing to help you to, um, to get to where they feel that you should get to, they should just be quiet and leave you alone to take your time and do what God has called you to do. Don't be running down any buses. Use your feet. If God has given you your feet to walk until you can get transport, do it. If you need to get public transport, get on a bus, get on the whatever, do, do it to get to where you need to get to. Sometimes someone, someone needs to get on the bus to, to, to go to, they have their own business, but they need to get on the bus to go to the market to, to do their, what they're doing. Do that. Don't feel any way if everybody else has a car. You just keep doing that and be faithful in that. And if that's what God wants you to do, you will soon get what you need. If, you don't, <laughs> if you're not learning to drive that you can get the car, he'll let you have the money that you can pay the taxi to bring you there to the market and collect you back from the market. Don't worry. We put ourselves under too much stress. You know, we, we forget that, you know, Psalms 90 tells us, I, I read these Psalms at my father's funeral. And I don't know why it was chosen. I don't know why I chose it, but I, I that was a psalm that I read, and it 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 teach it tells us to 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 number our days, you know. And I realized that since reaching sixty four, I've really learned what it is to number your days, and you don't get mixed up in a lot of diff this and that and this and that and this and that. You just do what you can do at this time. Yes, people might be advising you. Yeah, that yes, probably you should be doing that. You're probably doing that. A lot of the time, the people that are advising you to do more, they're younger than you, so they can do it. Sometimes we just have to know. We're not sometimes, all the time. We have to know what people are telling us, what we are telling ourselves, and what God is telling us to do. And God doesn't want none of his children to be running down buses. Because if God want, if what God wants his children to be on a bus, he'll make sure that they get on the bus. And he starts them at where they should start. That, that they really know what they are doing. A lot of these big ministries, they started small. And I remember, um, as it is TJ Jakes, Bishop Jakes says that he used to go out in the woods where he used to live. And he, and he used to be preaching out in, just to the trees. And now, God has given him a, a, and now God has given him a congregation that he can preach to. So don't, so don't think people just got up overnight and were successful. They wasn't. They had, to go, they had to go through it to become who they are now and to appreciate it and to be able to really say the word and understand where it come from. And the minute they start to, in the minute they start to think that it's only because of them where they are, God will talk to them too and keep, the, and keep them in positions or move them out of positions. Because we're never too, we never, we never get too high that God can't talk to us and God can't correct us, and that's what the, and that's why the, I know that people say that David, David did this and David did that. He did did a lot of things. He killed Uriah, but one thing that David, one thing that David was aware of was when he was wrong, he was wrong, and in, and he was the only king that I see that he he, he never draw himself away from God, and he always remember. That where God took him out of the sheepfold and made him king, because even when his wife did, his wife didn't like, didn't like when when the ark was coming back and he was dancing and they, but they said he danced out of his clothes and he was dancing with 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 the, as she would say the lower girls, the, the just the street people and and he, they were just praising and everything 
and she and she was upset she was up she was she was upset and it, the bible says from that time our womb was closed she never had no children i was reading somewhere before where a commentary was saying that because our fa because our father had took david married her but her father had took took her from david and gave her to this other to give her to this other ma man and when david became king he went back and and took her back and they were saying that they felt that because the man was supposed to be running behind and crying when, when she was going off. And they said that they felt that she probably wanted to stay with the man as well. I don't really know if that's the case. But I wondered why she, she seemed as if to say she was a bit hostile to him. But as he told her, I remember my father, God took, God took me from, from the sheepfold and made me king over Israel. He knew where God took him from. He never, he never started off as king. And it was a lot. It was a long time before he became king as well. And he, even 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 when Saul was trying to kill him, and he had a plenty opportunity to kill Saul, and people was telling him, "Oh yeah, God has brought him. God has brought him in into your into into your into your your, your environment, so you can you can um you can kill him now." And that David one one time David just cut a cut off some some of the material from the bottom of his garment he never killed him he could have done but he never but he knew why because he he he, he heard the word touch not god's anointing and do them no harm and he knew that regardless of what saul was doing regardless of how saul was chasing him he knew that samuel had, had anointed saul as king and it was for god to take him out or take him off for him to have his place to to and go on the throne after he had got crowned as well. And we noticed that when when um when Saul went when Saul because Saul was when God told Saul to go and anoint David, Saul Saul was a bit frightened because Saul had to go <laughs> had to go through the kingdom and he know that he know that Saul would hear everything and Saul was still king. But he told him to go and bring the oil and, and go. I don't I can't remember what he said for the read for God, but he told it God told him to go and he went. And even when David was outside in the sheep um, with the sheep and um Jesse had been told to bring all your sons because one of them are gonna get crowned. No, I don't think he told him what was gonna happen, but he said, Bring all your sons and his father left him outside and he was one of the sons. And it's just the tall one, this this one, the that one. That, that the father thought himself that there, there was only one that was worthy to be to be seen as his son David David wasn't so you see sometimes sometimes they, your parents have children and sometimes they they don't put no value on them but but when <laughs> when even Saul as a prophet said looked and said oh yeah it must be this one and then God told him no it's not this one it must be that one no it's not because someone said the oil wouldn't flow. And when 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 Saul asked, asked Jesse, are these your only sons? And he said, Ah oh, no, there's David, there's one outside, he tends to the sheep. And he said, Bring him in. And when he brought him in, it don't matter how he, how he smelt, how he looked, God said that was the one. And he anointed him. But he still had to wait years to become king. But while he was there, God was talking to him and grooming him in, grooming him and letting him know that to remember where it come from. 
Because when he went, when he, when he, when the slingshot, when he slingshot Goliath, when he went, he went, he, he, he went to bring sandwich. He went to bring lunch for his brothers. And even though his brother was asking him, what you doing here? And this and that. He came to bring lunch. Because his father told him to bring something for them. And when he, when he heard, when he heard Goliath, when he heard Goliath taunting the, the king of Israel and he, he knew who the king of Israel was. He said none of that. And the people were saying that if you do this, the king is going to give you this. Your family don't have to pay taxes and all that and everything else. And David already upset the way Goliath was just was trying to talk against God. And you see what, what it was. It was stones. He had his stones. His stones and his slingshot. That's what he used. That's what he used out when he was protecting the sheep against the bear and against the lion. And that made him strong. So no matter where you are right now, you might be out in a wilderness. You might be out somewhere that people don't value you. But God is using that to train you up for when he calls you out. And when David pulled back that, we, we all know that that stone alone couldn't have done it. We know that when, when, David, hit, when David hit him, God, God set the power and knocked him down. But God never, um, David never forgot where he came from. That's why everyone, everyone knows David. Everyone knows David. And when you read through the Old Testament and you see these other kings, I think it was, there's, there's about two or three kings that they say follow in it, it footsteps. But you never have a next one like, like David again. Because everyone was unique anyway. So don't be running after no bosses to try to, to say, this is what you want to up on. Don't be up and on where God, where, where God hasn't told you to up on. Because that's that's what that's what will get you in problem, and then it, you you waste so much time. It's just as if to say what they what they say now about these kingdom marriages. They say yes, there's some people that will have kingdom marriages, but there's some people that are just jumping on because they're saying that this is what's happening this time, and God hasn't called you for that. God has called you for something else, and then you're gonna you're gonna be it's years after you're gonna realize that you you jumped on. You, you run after a bus and jump on a bus that you shouldn't be, that you shouldn't have been on God is faithful and he will never he will never force us to do what what we don't want to do there's always a peace you know sometimes what I realize that God gives people peace and God gives you free will and it's just people that wants us to have no peace because sometimes you can be telling people a hundred times that's not the way that I'm going. I'm going, I'm going left. And then they keep asking you, when are you going right? You're going left because that's the way God has told you. That's what God has said to you. But they still want you to go right. Be not because they want you to go right because it's best for you. Because if you, if, if you told them that God says that you, you must make a, a left turning. It's not going to be best for you to take a right turning. But just because of, it's better for them. And we have to get to understand that. Stop running after things that people are are sending us on wild goose chase because we 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 because we our heart is soft towards them, but what they all they're thinking about is what's best for them. Whatever God has called you to do, what He has called you to do. Now He might have called you to feed some chicken, to just do like a business on the back is just looking after some chickens. That's what He's called you to do. You can sell some of the chickens and you and you can eat food from it as well. 
don't be saying that, oh, you have to have this big thing, you have to have this big thing. No, God gives you what you can manage because God knows that that's what you like. That's going to give you your peace. Some, some people are in their, con their countries of origin and they're running to go overseas to do this and to do that. And sometimes they go overseas to do that and they're doing three, four jobs overseas. And when they were at home, they were only doing one thing. Sometimes some of them never had to step in their house. They was picking their fruit from the garden, selling it, or doing something like that. And they come, they come somewhere that is supposed to be better for them, working harder. And people sometimes taking advantage of them because they know their status and their situation. Don't let anybody let you run after something that God hasn't said to run after. If God has said, open the door for you and say, go here and do this and do that. You do it. But don't, don't be following people. Because sometimes, you know, the thing, the thing about it is that people don't always truly tell you what things are really like. I heard a preacher before say, said that as well too. People don't tell people don't really tell people how hard it was. Even if they have a business, how hard it was just to do it. They are, if they do, people don't listen. Because people automatically feel as if they say, Oh, this is easy. In a relationship, it's not easy. I isn't some people it's, it's not easy. Sometimes you have to take sometimes you have to swallow, swallow a lot. Swallow a lot of spit, swallow a lot of words to make it work. Nothing is just ended on a plate. And if something is handed on a plate, somebody else had to work for it to go on a plate. You know, sometimes they say some people buy with silver spoon in their mouth. Yeah, they buy with the silver spoon in their mouth. But their parents, their parents before them had to work, had to work hard. Or their grandparents before them. Someone had to put the work in. It never just come like that. It never just dropped from the sky. Some of us are waiting for things to drop from the sky. And they won't drop from the sky. God will give us wisdom to say, do this, do that, don't do this, don't do that. But if we wait, if it thinks to drop from the sky, they won't. We have, we have to know who God created us to be and walk in that destiny and that purpose. And regardless of what anybody is saying, sometimes some jump on the bus and they want you to jump on. You don't have to jump on the bus. God hasn't told you to jump on the bus. God hasn't told you to chase no bus. God has just told you to just take time and walk to go, to go where you're going. Because in the end, they are struggling. You hear some stories about some people that come from countries to live in other, to overseas countries. And when you, when people go and tell you the condition that they're living in, there would be a shame for the people that they left at home to see their condition. People take advantage of them. Sometimes they work and they don't even get paid. And nobody, sometimes people don't tell you the truth. And sometimes people need to tell people the truth. Because if people tell people the truth, they wouldn't be so, the people, some of the people may not be so bad-minded against people when they see they go overseas and come back and build a house or, or set a little business or do something. They wouldn't want to kill them up because they would know that it is not easy. It's not easy. It's not easy at all. Sometimes it's walking through the cold, doing this, doing that, getting up early in the morning, working till evening again. Just take what God has given you. You don't know a next man's story. You don't. You you can't walk in the shoes of a next man. You can only walk in your shoes. God can probably give you an idea and give you sometimes make that person if that person is honest and they open up to you and tell you what they are to go through. But you'll never know because it wasn't your journey. We all have our journeys and they're they're rough and they're tough. They're rough and they're tough.
and along the way sometimes they get easier after the rough and the tough but the foundation is rough we have to just trust god and just do what we are called to do and whatever we are supposed to do let us do it don't let people put us off doing what we are supposed to do if somebody wants to take you away from what god has wants you to do that's not love that's selfishness if God has said turn right and they want you to, and they want you to turn left, or God has said turn left and they want you to turn right, that's not having your best interest at heart. That's selfishness because they want you to go where they feel that if you're in that position, you'll be in a better position to help them. Follow the road that God has for you. Be grateful to God for what you have and where you are. Right now, the Bible tells us that it's God's, it's, it's God's wish for us. It's God's will for us. Sometimes we're going through testing times. It's God's will for us. Because he wants us to really appreciate what he gives us and be grateful for. And don't always try to, we're always trying to be reaching over, reaching over, reaching over for something else. Not even appreciating what we have. That's all he wants us to just appreciate what we have. We will always have sometimes have more than somebody else. We will always sometimes have less than someone else. But be grateful for what you have. I heard someone preaching before. I think it was Bishop Jakes that says. The, 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 the end of cards that you've been dealt. And you're complaining about. Someone else had that end of cards and won. Because he was grateful. He was grateful. And when you're grateful for where you are and what you have, God blesses you with more. Have a blessed day, everyone. Jesus is Lord. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. We thank you that you help us to grow each and every day. Father God, I pray for my brothers and sisters as I listen to this podcast from every corner of the world, Father God. May you encourage them. May you, may you help them to walk in the destiny and purpose that you have ordained for them. May they lock their ears to any word that is not saying what you are saying, regardless of who is saying it. May you cover them under the blood, their family under the blood of Jesus. May you guide them and protect them. We come against this virus, Father God, that it goes down to the pit. We pray for wisdom, knowledge, and understanding with each and every one of us. How we think about each other and ourselves. Protect others and protect ourselves from this virus. If we are supposed to wear masks, let us wear them. Not be selfish. Father God, help us. If we're to wash hands, let us wash our hands. If we're, if we're to use whatever we're to use, whatever God puts us on our heart to do, let us do it. Let us walk in the purpose and destiny that God has for us. If we're, if we're living in a tent, let us thank you. If we're living in a wood house, let us thank you. If we're living in cement house, let us thank you. If we're living in brick, let us thank you. If we're living in a, in, in a hut, let us thank you. Because there's some that are on a, the street with no, nothing to cover their head. So Father God, in the name of Jesus, if we don't have all the modern cons that everybody have, and we have what you give us, let us enjoy it. If we have to, if we have to use the, the wood fire, let us use the wood fire. The food, the food tastes just as, just as good as if it's a gas fire or an electric fire. Let us start to be grateful for where we are, that we can get to where God wants us to be. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. 
Amen. Also, if ever, if anybody doesn't know Jesus as their Savior, it's a simple prayer to say, Father God, I believe that Jesus came and died that I should have life and have it more abundantly. I pray, Father God, that you forgive my sins and help me to live a new life from today. Father God, I pray, pray that you help me to walk in the destiny and purpose that I don't run after any buses that I shouldn't be running after. Father God, and I just walk until you put me on that bus. Father God, we pray that you continue to cover each and every one. We pray that you watch over them, guide and protect. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. God will help you to find a Bible-believing church where you can go. You get baptized. You read the word of God. If you haven't got a Bible, he said this ministry will have to provide Bibles for new converts. And if, if, um, if you want somebody to come in agreement with you for the prayer that he has said to you, that you should have this. And the enemy wants to stop you from getting it. As long as you know that's what he's saying to you. We'll come in agreement with you. Because, because the day, God is not giving to no one what he has not promised. So if we're getting it anywhere else, if we're getting it somewhere else, it's from the devil. Whatever God has promised us, we will get it. But if it's not his plan for our life, we're not getting it. Have a blessed day, everyone. Jesus loves you and so do I. Keep, keep trusting. Keep believing. God has a plan for each and every one of us. And all we have to do is to take it easy.